Thursday, our Friday around these parts. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. And welcome to February. One month down in what's going to be a crazy, intense year. I'm thinking based on based on this first what's already happened yes i mean it's been a busy first month lots of stuff that people didn't have on their bingo card we've got an election we've got possible wars we've got all sorts of stuff let's do it again (laughs) so um so yeah let's get uh let's get into it today tom's here remote but he's he's here with us he's present disco's here and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. I was telling the folks over in Coin Club, we've got like a, not like a record, we have a record number of memes for That's Memetastic today. So we're going to get through these stories. We're going to finish out the the week right with some lighthearted stuff. I'm sure there's some serious ones in there too. Probably. But we're going to make it fun. Great seeing all of you guys come in. Wherever you are, hit that like button as you come in and let's get into the news cruise. So the White House, despite requests, is refusing, and this should come as no surprise to anyone, is refusing to hand over transcripts of the Biden speech where he demanded Ukraine fire prosecutor Viktor Shokin. I'll read a little bit here from the post-millennial. As a part of impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, House committees have revealed in a letter sent Wednesday of this week that the Biden White House has refused to hand over all drafts of Biden's December 2015 speech in Ukraine, during which he called for the firing of Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin. He made the speech before the Ukrainian uh, Rada and later bragged about having demanded that then-Ukrainian President Poroshenko fire prosecutor Viktor Shokin, who was apparently digging into corruption at Burisma, where his son, Hunter Biden, as we all know, sat on the board with an income of... $80,000 per month. We could all be so lucky. That would be amazing. I'd have a smile on my face all the time if I was at that 80K a month range. The transcripts, of course, though, uh, would be a big deal because they could reveal if Joe Biden unilaterally changed U.S. policy to benefit his son who sat on this board, which was, again, under investigation by Shokin. We know what actually happened with all this. We know how this went down. And it's not surprising at all that they're not releasing the transcripts, hiding behind security, hiding behind all the stuff they're doing. But it's a further slap in the face to the American people, like we're seeing with this, like we're seeing with any any component of the investigation into Hunter and or the Biden family, like we're seeing with COVID, like we're seeing with the election, like we're seeing with January 6th, with all of these things. Hey, guys, we can see a lot of this data, in some cases, video footage or emails we've heard phone calls and we can see what's going on here at least the 80 90 percent version of it we'd love to talk about this because it seems like there should be some consequences for these types of actions and yet we're told no 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 you're not privy to that we actually don't care about you the american citizens so we're just not going to tell you or show you and you can continue to spin what they would call your little conspiracy theories on the side, and we're just going to keep ruining the country. Thank you. Yeah, get used to it. We're at the stage now where all the masks are off both parties, and they're like, the it's complete. You know, the the next the next stage that we're going to go through is BlackRock's going to come in and rebuild everything. 
the you know we're we're at conquered nation status right now you know we've got people who have flooded in illegal aliens who have flooded in the country and we have a government that doesn't answer to anybody so i we don't have much recourse right now other than to you know go along with the program no we don't we don't that's that's that it feels like it feels like i joked about it in our text the other night it feels like resistance is futile at this point because we're just so dicked over by this government that's not necessarily the case but it's also not necessarily far from the truth either it, it, point being we're at that point of desperation where we we've, we've got to recognize what's going on and then figure out what we can do and the and the first and most important thing we can do is be aware of what's going on understand that we the american people are actually together as much as they want to divide us we have to be together we're not together but we have to be and should be together to push back and say no 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 this is our country you guys actually work for us not the other way around and and <laughs> try and flip the script but but we're really not doing too well on that front no they the the politicians in dc permanent dc even bureaucrats and your different you know the office different bureau the irs the fbi uh the fda they, they all believe that they're above any sort of law that there is and and it seems like they are for the yeah. most part i mean look at that kid that you know yager sauce who was in the uh the committee room he nothing's gonna happen to him no. <laughs> you know you could grandma can walk through you know the, it, it, it take a selfie inside the capitol rotunda and get five years in federal prison but you know what? If you want to, you know, sneak into one of the conference rooms and get drilled by your lover and then post it on TikTok <laughs> or Instagram, that's totally fine. And, and I laugh because it's it's absurd. The there's by the way, there's too many pictures floating around the web right now. Stop sharing those. I don't want to see that in my feed. I've seen so many. I've almost regurgitated my breakfast, my coffee. It's not. It's not ideal seeing those floating around but you're right I that's, mean, that's a strong move man the one dude the the receiving guy to like actually wake up in the morning and put on a jock strap before you put on your dress pants mm. <laughs> you, you know that you know you're gonna get some action well we talk about pushing back let's just move on um we talk about pushing back and we've all come to, hopefully you have, if, if you're uh, a frequent listener of the show, hopefully you've definitely have heard that here. Well, I know you've heard it here. And hopefully if you're not, and you're here for the first time, you've come to this conclusion on your own, but we've got a party who really doesn't do anything for us. Right. And, and we say party very loosely because we would argue that there's only one party. There is a uniparty. And then there's this fake opposition party that's talked about it. They're called Republicans, but they don't really do shit for the country. And even though we all grew up identifying ourselves that way and, and feeling as though that was the camp that we're, that we're in, we don't actually have any fighters there. We don't actually have any, any people who are like, what can we do for our constituents and for this country? No, no, no. It's all about themselves. And showing kind of just how bad things have gotten within the RNC, it's not, it's not shocking with Ronna McDaniel still at the helm, back at the helm, should have should have lost to Harmeet Dillon. That would have been a positive step in the right direction. Didn't go that way because that's not what the system wanted. But this this fundraising chart came out. And it shows the fail, particularly by Rana, 
because you see this dip here and you can look at it at the top 2023 is the, at the top of the list the most recent year going all the way back to i think just off the screen there 93 but you can see the amount raised last year was 87 million two hundred and twelve thousand eight hundred twenty four dollars they of course spent more than that but you look at the years prior and you can just see on the list for reference it's all over the map, but none of them are that low until you go back to 97, where it was actually still just above. It was 88 million. So we're approaching 30 years since the organization has underperformed and raised that little. Now, was it a presidential election year? No. Okay. But but this is still a damning thing for, for Mitt Romney's little niece there. And whenever they gain momentum, they end up sandbagging their power and screw over their supporters. And we're seeing, I mean, I, I mean, what's your take when you, when you see that chart at first blush, Tom, what's your, what's your, your response? <laughs> well, you go back to 97 and with that dip there, remember 96, it was Bob Dole who was running against Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so everybody was like, Bob Dole's what guys, yeah, what are you guys doing? You know, this is the best that the Republicans have is Bob Dole. So I, I can I, I can totally understand that that dip right there. But they're just the Republicans are just throwing it in our faces that, you know, we, we always talk about them being the Washington generals and they truly are. They don't care. Right. It, it doesn't matter to them. And what matters to them are the big donors who are on this, the, the big corporations who are on the, the side of gov of big government. And, and as long as government doesn't mess with them, they're fine. They've all been captured. Yeah. Everybody, every giant donor to the Republican Party has been captured by the government. And to think that they're going to get behind a grassroots effort to try and redefine what the Republican Party is, is, is sadly mistaken. They're not going to do that. They're all on the yacht having their big party, and they don't want anyone else on their yacht. They don't want anyone else messing with it. And the rest of us who are out, you know, in our little life rafts or whatever, who are trying to get on the yacht, they're like, no, peasant, you're not coming. And they're firing water cannons at us to try and capsize the rafts that we're on. Yeah. No, that striking visual and, and very accurate. It's, it's just true. This is why, and we say this a lot here too, we view the Republican Party as a more repugnant one than the Democrat Party because they're straight up liars. They're frauds. They're fakes. The left are awful people. Don't get me wrong. They cause most of the, the disaster and the chaos, and, and, and they're the ones driving us off the cliff here as a collective country. But our people lie and say they're standing in the way and fighting for us, and they're not. And because of that, I think it's just, they're just so much worse because at least the Democrats are honest with their supporters and tell them that they hate them and that their wishes don't matter. Our side's like, nope, we got you. We've got the Lindsey Grahams and the Mitch McConnells. We've got people like that. And, and it's it's just, it's it's awful. And people uh, people will ask, well, how do you vote? Well, I vote conservative. How are you registered? Well, now I'm not, but I've, I've long been registered Republican. I'm not anymore because I hate the Republican Party. They're such failures. I don't want to be associated with losers. Losers right. and, like and liars. 
It's like it, it, the Republican Party is like the pit crew at Indy 500. And we've got, you know, the guy who is our fa is the one that we decided to be in the car. We love this car. And everybody in the crowd is supporting the car. And you know what? He's doing a great job. You know, he, he's circling around the track. He is beating all the competition by far. But now it's time. There's one, two laps to go, and he just needs a little splash of gas to get him to the finish line. He pulls in, and the Republican Party, who's the pit crew, comes out and pretends to put gas in his car yeah. in the hopes that once he gets out of the pits, that he'll end up slowing down to try and conserve gas and give it and have a chance for the rest of the field to catch up to him. And eventually, when he gets to the finish line, be passed by somebody else so they don't win. That's what the Republican Party does every single time when they're poised to have a victory. Yeah, no, that's a that that's so true, and 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 a beautiful visual there because it does. You, you yeah, you you get that sense of hope. This time's going to be different. We're going to win here. We're going to do this, and then no, we didn't. Came oh, we just came up so close. We'll get them next time. No, you won't. What one of the biggest visual representations of how the the Republican Party works is when they were going to repeal Obamacare and John McCain walked up into the, the well of the Senate and went, yeah, he may as well have done that. Right. Yeah. That's what he meant. Yeah. No, absolutely. And from that point on, I realized how fraudulent the Republican Party was and just how disgusting most of the permanent membership of it in the House and Senate are. They're just, they're disgusting, demonic creatures. Yeah. No, they are, which is why we need to hurry and get to memes here in a little bit just to have some fun. Stop, stop talking. Not because it, we have 53 of them. And because we have a lot to get through. But we do have some more stuff. Kirby was out on the stand like, like everyone else this week, continuing to lie to the American people, reiterating here that, look, we're not seeking war with Iran. By the way, tar the, the initial targets that have been approved allegedly by the White House, and, and they we know this because they've telegraphed to our enemies what they're going to do. We talked about it in Coin Club saying that they're going to strike Iranian targets in Iraq and Syria. Our, our, our best guesstimate and, and prediction is, is they will strike targets there, but because one, there's, there's awareness by the Iranians and the different Shia militia groups that they will move stuff. And, and two, moreover, we're going to pick targets that don't have that much impact in the region and then say, Hey, look, look what we did. We, we struck these, we destroyed these win for America. We told you we'd get justice and and expect everyone to move on but he was there saying once again he's that we're not as a country this biden administration's not seeking war with iran take a listen i would just say a couple of things first of all as we've said many times we don't seek a war with iran we're not looking for a broader conflict we're not looking for a war with iran that's number one um, number two we have obligations in, in the region including those to our troops and our facilities and now as kareen reminded everybody uh, those attacks have taken the lives of three of them uh, we will have to do, we will do what we need to do to make sure that um, that uh, those responsible are held properly accountable. All right, so rule number one of translating Kirby's is the opposite of whatever he says is true, which is not just Kirby in fairness, it's all of them in this regime. But the regime wants war. They want a distraction from the devastation their policies are causing here at home. We're all feeling them. We've, and we've seen this this playbook before. We've seen this whole thing unfold before us. And the majority of the country hates Biden and all of his minions. So so 
like any wounded rabid beast from all from hell forced into a corner democrats have become the most dangerous creatures on earth war is the best distraction for maintaining power they need it and and we've been seeing these these they, they've been look there's a multi-pronged approach right one is of course trying to get trump just off the ballot and out of the way that's 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 their dream scenario it's not going too well for them state after state court after court in all the states are saying no 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 he's still on the ballot so they're getting beat there i'm not saying that they won't come up come up with a late late victory somehow somewhere that's still a concern of mine but they've got that and then they've had these different wars they've had ukraine and russia still going on by the way nato expansion happening all sorts of stuff happening more money going to ukraine from the eu was just announced today to keep this this festering beast that is the conflict between russia and ukraine but you've got that happen. You've got the Middle East, which is the shiny object right now that they're looking at, and it's an opportunity for them to distract and also to, to make that money. But it's it's there's there's no way that they don't and look, they they may not call it war, but there's no way that this doesn't escalate. Like we talked about the other day, this will be as it has been, but just more on steroids and more public. A tit for tat. Okay, now you just did this. Guess what? Now we're going to do this. Okay, you did that. We're going to do this. It's going to be middle school shit, but not middle school level consequences. Very, very real consequences for, for everyone in, involved. Yeah, it's the same scenario as World War One. The World War One had nothing to do with the United States getting involved. But then merchant ships started sinking in the Atlantic with, with German submarines torpedoing them. And then Americans started to die on these merchant ships. And then all of a sudden, the Zimmer, the Zimmerman memo comes out. And the Zimmerman memo, to me, is the funniest pretext to war that I've ever seen before. Because supposedly, Germany was in negotiations with Mexico to give Mexico some American land. So Woodrow Wilson was like, oh, we've got to do a preemptive strike on Germany before Mexico invades because Germany's going to have their back. <laughs> so that's what launched us into World War One. So uh, what's going on with, with all these little strikes and everything, it's just little pinpricks here and there, just like we saw in the lead up until uh, for the lead up to 9/11 it's it's the exact same movie we're we're just we're watching the remake of it right. you know like with Roadhouse Roadhouse is coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal it's the remake we know how the original ends we know that in the new version Jake is you know an MMA fighter there's going to be a you know a little bit different you know plot twists here and there but the story's basically the same where yeah. you know the hero who's a bouncer you know succeeds no, you're right. Same old stuff, as as Jackie says. Uh, absolutely. Well, same old stuff happening here at home, too. Meanwhile, up on Capitol Hill, as, as all the, the war drums are beating, you had a bill to bar Hamas members and other terrorists involved in the October 7th attack over in Israel from entering the U.S. Makes sense, right? And it passed. It passed actually pretty overwhelmingly. 422 to 2, and then one person voted present. You can see the the tally there. So if you don't know already, you're asking, well, who are the, who are the two? Who would have the gall to say we're 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 not uh, we're not support 
of preventing these vile terrorists, these vile creatures from coming into our country? Well, there are, of course, two squad members, Corey Bush and Rashid Tlaib, one of the most angry people on the planet. They both voted against it. You had uh, Delia Ramirez who voted present. But it's, I, I bring it up. There's not even much to even say about this. It's not surprising. I'm, I'm frankly kind of surprised more squad members didn't vote against it. But these are people who are supposed to be representing their constituents, supposed to be representing our country. You saw already the, the clip this week with Ilhan talking about her allegiance to Somalia uh, over our country, which is not surprising either. But this is where we are. And, and a lot of the people who voted against it on the other side probably don't do give two shits about it. They just know you can't vote against this because the optics would be horrible. But I just can't believe we're at a state and time where, yes, 98, 99% of them voted to, to bar them from coming into our country. But I can't believe we're at the time where we have people who are sitting members of Congress like, nah, I can't get behind that. I can't get behind that. I think we should, I think we should let them in. Right. And it's their constituents who voted them in. They, their constituents have the same kind of anti-American hatred that their representatives possess. And we just showed that it's, it was, it's on full display between Cori Bush and, and um, what's her dick? Uh, Rashida Tlaib. Fat chick. Yeah. Rashida Tlaib. Uh, it's all about voting. And, and so, you know, this is, this shouldn't, just didn't happen overnight. We've had the last 30, 40 years of this constant drum banging on the left that America is inherently racist, that America w was founded on slavery, that America took, took the land from the Native Americans, were colonizers, um, white people are the devil, America is a shitty place. Uh, we shouldn't stand for the national anthem. This has been going on for years and years and years. We've, we, like I said, we've got 40 plus years of this anti-America hatred that's been an undercurrent throughout our whole country. So, of course, the 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 people like Bush and Tlaib, their their constituents are going to be like, yeah, this place sucks. We need somebody who talks for us because we've been victims the entire time here. And, you know, this place you know, uh, the United States needs to come down a couple of notches. You know what? You know what? Let's burn it all down. Let's yeah. create a new country. You know, let's make it, let's mirror it, the, the shitholes that we came from. You know what? Let's have a king or something. Or, you know, better yet, let's just have, you know, factions that are balkanized, that are fighting each other. That's always cool. And then we'll pretend that, you know, we're always the, you know, the victims of everything. So it, it's just, it, it. I don't know if there is a way to right the ship at this point, because there's just been so much that has gone in to this crumbling of the United States that, you know, trying to be optimistic is, you know, pretty hard at times. But when you look at the bigger picture of how we got here, it wasn't an overnight sensation. No, no, it wasn't. It, it, absolutely. And I, I agree with folks, folks in the chat talking about how, how these folks need to be booted out, censured, you know, kicked out. Yeah, absolutely. You would think in a normal world that would happen. Like you're, you're not super for America, like even like some reticence on certain points. Okay. You get that. Everyone's different, but they're like hardcore against it. 
And and using your terminology there, Tom, they've literally said that. Ilhan has literally said we need to burn this thing down and start over. That's the, They share those words all the time. And then you suggest, oh, they, they don't love this country. They want to do something different. And they say, oh, no, 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 we love America. No, you love the America you want to make, where it looks like Tom just described, and it's completely different, lawless, just a awful place to live, not safe, not secure, any... It, uh, it is really hard. It is really hard to have hope. It's it's hard to do this show. That's why we try and have fun. That's why we do on Thursdays and sometimes other days stuff like memes and things like that to break it up. That's why we work in sports, not just because I like sports. I love sports, but but also just to not talk about the stuff that's super depressing as you see it happen. And there's little that we can do in response as, as individuals and groups, there's just little we can do. And I, and other people, I remember we'd be in, in uh, that space and, and you'd, you'd have Pops was who was, oh, and she, no, no, you, there is stuff you can do. You just go down to City Hall and do that. It's not that easy. That that it's, it's not that easy. There's things you should do and you should be engaged locally, yes. You should lean on and understand what the Constitution says and what, 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 what abilities we have as we the people. But... When people are collectively and very actively trying to destroy and dismantle that system and what little parts of the system we have left in place are abused and not even paid attention to anyways, look at the border. We've got lots of laws and rules. We've got lots of processes in place for how migrants, if they're actually migrants, are actually asylum seekers or actually whatever fill in the blank are coming. There's, there's ways to do all that. And it's always worked relatively well. But we're just throwing all of that to the wind. So yeah, uh, well, yeah, that's the idea. We're we're in the stage of the demoralization campaign, and COVID showed us. You know, there were little pockets here and there of people who were resisting, and their businesses got shut down. The federal, yeah. the state governments came in, shut them down. In some cases, threw them in jail. So, and then we had, you know, and, and that was just you know small little pockets. But then you had the other half of the population who are like. You know, just go along to get along. You know, don't make any waves. We don't we, we don't want the wrath of the government coming down on us. Just wear your mask. Oh, that's what they want. What, what's that? I said that's what they want. Yeah, and, and that's what we saw. So now we're here to the, we're we're at that same point where I would say that the most of the people who resisted all the COVID you know s sanctions that were going on. It, uh, you know, with the, the the masking and the being six feet apart and calling your neighbors and everything else, the people who resisted that are the same people who want to resist this. But what we're finding out is we are smaller in numbers than the ones who will just go along to get along in the hopes, in the prayers that the federal government won't come after me. I just want to bide my time. I want to do whatever the federal government says, and I will be okay. But yeah. guess what? eventually they run out of enemies and they will come for you. Well, yeah, they just, you just, yeah, you redefine what an enemy is or what goes outside of, of their, their lines. We've got this box now, but that, that box, that targets a moving target. Everything is so fluid. And I, and look, I, I, I'm not saying there's people in the chat saying, you know, I'm not going anywhere and we're still here. Absolutely. We're still here. This is a country worth fighting for. No one's saying don't fight for it. it the, 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 the notion is, or the conversation is, they've got a strong upper hand right now in terms of what they're doing because of who Tom just described. There's so many people, we all know, who vote the same way we do. 
sit down and you have a bourbon with them or or whatever you drink and they agree with the vast majority but then when push comes to shove oh well i got a letter or they said on the news that we have to do this there's been a warning about this and they just cave they just cave like weak ass little bitches and and that's the problem the people are the problem we we have let this happen because of being asleep and collective weakness not saying you're weak not saying we're weak i promise you we're not but <clears throat> that that's that's the the troubling thing is you can't you can't stand up to all of it on your own or as a small group you have to wake we the people up to say guys we we can stop this they work for us don't go along with it and the the problem is just that you don't have enough people who will who will do that they're like oh i don't know that sounds right but that's all part of the plan because they, everybody is receiving pressure from above and pressure from below and they don't like it and they just they they don't want any of this pressure to be on them so they will always take the path of least resistance yeah. and that's what we saw during covid and i know that everyone who is watching this you know feels the same way that we do that I, you know, I, I don't want the government to, you know, strap me down and make me take an injection, an, an experimental vaccine that I don't want. You with that kind of resistance, you've resisted. I resisted. I sat out of work for 14 months because nobody would hire me because I wasn't vaccinated. You know, yeah. it, but unfortunately, there there weren't more people like me in my industry that were willing to make that sort of sacrifice. And I get it, man. Unfortunately, I was in a position where I could make that sacrifice. But I, I know that other people can't. But there comes a point where you just have to figure out that, you know, is my freedom and the freedom of my children worth any kind of inconvenience that I'm going to put myself through right now? Right. You know, that that's that's where your bottom line is yeah nope <clears throat> so true we'll keep talking about this obviously the the things aren't just going to get fixed and that's the thing too just to button that up is this has been happening slowly but surely just incrementally death by a thousand cuts for a long long time so uh, the frustrating thing is there's a lot of people too who want action and want to fix it and there's some people who have got these rose rose colored sunglasses on like we can get this fixed and and we'll have it fixed if we win in 24 and we'll get it all right back on track. Nah, it doesn't happen that quick. The amount of damage that's been done over an extended period of time, it's going to take a long period of time. It's going to take a consistent, dedicated, persistent effort to get things back on track. So everyone, you know, we just all need to freaking understand that. But let's get into the question of the day because it, people are talking about food for different reasons in the chat. And it actually ties into the question of the day today. If you had if you had to smell one kind of food for the rest of your life, it's the only food aroma that you can pick up. Could be a, a it could be a, a style of food, you know, Chinese, Indian, Italian, it could be something like that. It could be a specific food, but you can only smell one kind of food for the rest of your life. What would it be? What would it be? And Tom, you know I'm coming to you first. <laughs> I'd go cinnamon rolls. Ooh. It's actually, it's actually a really good yeah. thought. I, I find it to be a very nice and pleasing scent. And every time that I smell, because, you know, whenever you smell cinnamon, you're like, hmm, I smell cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it makes you happy. 
Well, and also, I mean, bread, too. I mean, there's two components going on there because freshly baked bread smells outstanding. And then you work in cinnamon and some frosting or some other, you know, however you do it. Or if you do a a caramel roll, however you do it, those are delightful. But I'm not a fan of the cinnamon like sticks that you buy during the Christmas season to put in your house. That's too much. Too strong. But I like the I like the idea of the cinnamon roll. That's a great smell. You you may have changed my answer. I'm, I'm, that's a mm. that's a really that's a really good one. Okay, disco. Yeah, as Andy's saying, everyone smash that like button real quick uh, while you're here and chatting and thinking of the answer to your question. What are you going to go? With? I'm going to stick with my gut. My first thing is, and actually, one of our favorite barbecue places, um, by the by the bridge uh, valley smoke yeah there's a house next door to it that is for sale sale and i told my wife I was like we're buying it because i love the smell of smoked brisket i don't want to hurt your feelings but you can't afford that house you never know i mean <laughs> <laughs> i know we can't the three of us combined can't afford i know i can't but i can dream okay you can dream. And you should. <laughs> but like i just that smell when i smell it like i told you the day i pulled up in the the barbecue joint the wind was blowing the right i just stood outside like like I would love to smell like like a like a barbecue joint, you know. I don't know. I just that would. I know people would, would probably hate me walking into a room, but I just I know that barbecue is a great. Love I mean, it. look, most food smells are pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I like Indian food. I'm not a fan of the smell of that. That's 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 a lot. Yeah. Hard to get curry out of your drywall. Um. <clears throat> yeah. But. But uh, most of them are good. Like, I like the way Chinese food smells. I wouldn't want to smell it all the time. No. Uh, <sighs> when I sold my first car in high school, because I worked at Chick-fil-A deep-frying chicken, my car, and someone was like, what's that smell? I was like, it's fried chicken. Yeah. And they're like, I was, I'm like, I'm, I've tried everything. I'm sorry. I even took money off of the car. Well, I was like, I'll, I'll take like 500 bucks off. And they're like, that's fine. Like, we'll give you what you asked for. I was like, all right. I'm like, I'm sorry. Cause that was awful. I, I would be just in regular clothes. People are like, who's got Chick-fil-A? No, 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 no. That's just me. Yeah. Sorry. And it's it was part of me. It was awful. And, but no barbecue. Oh, I would be smokehouse. Mm. So we've got roast from Carolyn. That's a great answer. Roast does smell great. Bacon. Deer bologna. Bacon, which is up there for me. Wait, Chaos. deer bologna? Deer. Deer bologna. Deer bologna. I, I don't know that I've had, had deer, deer bologna, to be honest with you. I, it sounds uh, interesting. Neither have I. Yeah. I, I. I like eating venison and other yeah. parts of the deer. I just have not had bologna, I don't think. Uh, Chaos said, I make homemade cinnamon rolls, Tom. I need to send you some. Yeah, hey, well, send them here, and we'll make sure Tom gets some. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, that's hard to beat. Bacon again. Barbecue being talked about. Bacon and coffee. Man, I I tell you what. I think I have an idea of what your answer is going to be. I'll be surprised if it's not. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say. I'll say it after you say yours. Now I'm like focused on what that could be. <laughs> so a uh, bacon is up there for me for sure. Um, it just is. I like chocolate chip cookies. I like I like that too. I, I, I kind of think I'm going with just fresh baked bread. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I, I, because I, ba- I love the smell of bacon, but I want bacon nine times out of ten. The vast, vast majority of the time, because it's it's the meat of freedom. But 
I think I want bread 10 times out of 10. Like bread okay. is so good and fresh baked bread. But here's the other thing that I love. I love just the smell of like onions, butter, and garlic being so good or something <laughs> like that as you're getting the pan ready to cook like that. I could be good just with that. I, I get every time I start cooking, I, I get those three ingredients going. My wife's like, oh, dinner smells delicious. I'm like, this is just the onions, garlic, and butter. Like, this, there's nothing else that I've put in else. <laughs> 618 says venison. I, but I also love the concept of just bacon, too. I mean, well, bacon, but just coffee, too, like Captain Rock saying. I don't know. What did you think I was going to say? So every Easter, your wife makes. Oh, yeah. Saffron. No. Saffron rolls would be, and every time yeah. we're talking on the phone, you're like, "That's a bread." You're like, "The house smells so delicious, and I, I want them right now. They're not ready." Like, <laughs> no, you can't beat you can't beat uh, saffron rolls. They're which but Tom and I that falls in the bread category. Tom and I have yet to have well, experience said saffron rolls. Hey, your relationship goals. You keep at it. You'll get there. Maybe, maybe. I was asking my mom the other day. She came by. And I was like, now you, cause she makes them too. And then I try and, you know, have our batch and then get some. Oh, cool. You're like, oh, why not? Like, she didn't make any mom. <laughs> I, I was like, now you've got saffron, right? Cause if the, if the world, if the shit hits the fan and like the supply chain goes down, we've got to have the saffron in play to have saffron rolls. So yeah. I'm surprised gotta, you don't have a big bag of it just in your garage. That shit's expensive. No. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't either. I should have brought it home. I, every once in a while, I'd bring it home from Afghanistan because you mm. could get it cheap there. You could get a, hey, I'm going to have that saffron roll. I'll have that that young child and that dog. And I'll, <laughs> it'll be, it all it'll be $12. <laughs> yeah. Lobster and butter. Oh. That's, that's good too. That's good too. Now, so, I don't know how many people in the chat, but when was the last time you were at the Magic Kingdom at Disney? I know we've been not doing Disney, but like long time. Do you remember the smell on Main Street? Oh, there was great, but they pumped those. Smells. It's they fake smell, but that with the like the ice cream, like the I don't, I don't know what the smells, but it's always by the ice cream parlor. Someone's just got like so an ice good. cream scented candle with a fan behind it, and they're That's probably what it is. They're pushing it in. Um, all right, good answers. Sauce cooking, you know, uh, another pot roast. Some great ones. Keep sending them in. Keep engaging. Keep hitting that uh, like button if you have not. And let's touch on this. So this is a long, before we get to the memes, we're just going to do this. But James O'Keefe, well, actually, I've got two things I want to touch on before we do memes. But James O'Keefe went out and did another video. And you've got Charlie Kreger, who is a senior staffer at the White House with the Biden administration, a cybersecurity policy analyst, as he's listed here, and Foreign Affairs Executive Office of the President uh, member, was caught on tape. It's a, it's a long video. We're not going to do all of it. The gist is they're talking about how they're not big on Kamala. Tried to replace her. Seems like they're going to keep her according to just kind of where we are in time, at least assuming that Joe stays in the race, which I still have my doubts about. But questioning her and replacing her and then also talking about how Joe's slowing down. No shit. Take a look. I work for my office. So you're, you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets. And so I manage two federal agencies, the State Department and USAID. So when you say sec it's like security, like you're protecting... The networks of the federal agency. That you give all your information to. The mission is to protect yes. information. And we, sir, we, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's 
Is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing down. Well, they know that he has those issues. I think so. But they're not willing to say it. Shows it. And, they're not and willing to say it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, what kind of message are you going to send to, like, African-American voters? How would you spin that? People would be like, what the f***? Like she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about it. But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is, publicly. is uh, no, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to they say the it line. privately? But they won't say it publicly. Correct. Biden they is, is uh, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to they say the it line. privately? I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're, just, yep. you're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. All right, so <laughs> I'm not the only one saying this, but it, just a word of advice. If you work in the administration and you are gay, do not go on a date with someone you don't know, because in this day and age, you're getting filmed. That's just what happens. It's always one of them. That's always how it goes. But you listen to the things, and it, and it carries on and carries on. But they talk about they know he's slowing down. They know he's got issues. The polling shows it. But what are you going to do? They know that no one likes Cam Cam, but you can't take a black woman off because she's the black. This is a perfect picture of how this administration is. Look at how they handled SCOTUS. Well, we know we're hiring a black woman. That's for damn sure. Doesn't matter if she's qualified or not. That's what we're doing. Look at who the press secretary is. Token press secretary. Black. She checks so many boxes. The only thing she's missing is midget status. And she'd be like the golden goose. But this... this first of all, it, not only are you on a blind date as a gay person from the White House with someone you don't know spilling the beans about your bosses... But that's fucking James O'Keefe sitting across from you. Like, everyone knows who he is. If if if, if I'm in the administration, just like when you're getting indoctrinated, uh, or let's not say indoctrinated, but you're getting, you're entering onto duty with a government agency. You have all these papers you fill out. You have warnings and things, briefs and all this stuff. I would have a picture that's like, oh, and this is James O'Keefe. Stay the fuck away from this guy. Because he's going to burn the whole thing down. Other than wearing glasses and doing his hair different, he looks exactly the same. Yeah. I thought maybe he oh, maybe, maybe he had a prosthetic nose on. No, that's his nose. It's James O'Keefe. I, I love it. This this was this was a great one. Tom, I'm dying for your feedback. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. I mean, this this whole DEI hiring thing, is it works out great for James O'Keefe. Because really, queenie gay guys are the biggest <laughs> gossips that that have ever lived, man. That no matter what it is, what secret they have, they want to tell somebody. And especially if it's somebody that they think that they just met on Grinder or something, and they want to impress, and they're just chit-chatting, and don't think it's going to go anywhere, they're just all about letting them know what they know. 
Yeah. But one of the funny things about this is throughout social media, you see, you know, this being posted with James O'Keefe. Everyone is referring to this guy as the the the, the gay dude in the uh, in the video as some low level IT guy <laughs> working in the government, you know, instead of, you know, being the head of cybersecurity. Right. But it's it, it just it's so there's a couple of things at play, you know, with most most like millennials, Gen Z, you know, it's the hookup generation where you've got Tinder, plenty of fish, grinder. But especially in the gay community, it's all about hooking up unless you're in some sort of supposed monogamous relationship. I even know, you know, gay married couples that still go out and, you know, sleep around with other dudes because they're like, well, it's just part of our lifestyle. And so I think if you get into a position where it's all about hooking up, the blinders come on, you know, you're scrolling through and you're like, I want that dude. And you meet up with them. It's like, all right, we're going to chit chat. You know, I feel comfortable. I just want to rail. That's all I want to do. And so the blinders come on and you you, you don't even think a possibility that's James O'Keefe because your sex drive is just it, it's so amped up right now that you 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 want to engage in the activity and not think about who that could possibly be sitting across from you. So sad that that probably didn't end in that kind of meeting that night. No, I don't think James went that deep <laughs> yeah. into character. Um, <laughs> I, I presume. But yeah, you know no, what? but it, I think you're right. It's it's it, that's what they're thinking yeah. about. Hormones are raging, and they're just it's off to the races. I, every show that I've ever worked on, where we've had males who are in hair and makeup, if I hear the rumblings of some sort of rumor, that's who I go to. I'm like, what have you heard? Well, just <laughs> let me tell you about this. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, you know, well, I can't say. All right, uh, would you like a glass of Chardonnay? Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so true, though. It's, it's hilarious, sad, and true all at the same time. Well, good work, James. That was great. That guy ended up deleting a lot of his social profiles, as you might imagine right after all of that but <clears throat> let's move to some good florida news before we go to that's memetastic and wrap for the week you have a uh, let me pull up his name so i get it right here but the florida government under desantis and some of the powers that be underneath made yet another great decision this time it was robert canuck i think i'm saying his name right might not be apologize if i'm not Deputy Director, uh, Deputy Executive Director of the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles informed the department's executive director about the decision to eliminate a provision related to gender requirements in the driver's license operations manual. Bottom line, what's happening is there was an ability through court or some other documents to have a confused person try and change things on their license, which then makes it very difficult for law enforcement officers so these guys, particularly under Robert, have stepped in and say, no more, we're not doing that anymore. You can't change your biological gender on your driver's license. It's not happening anymore, which is great because as of now, when a police officer needs to pat down a trans male suspect, a male police officer does it because the suspect has a trouser trout. Same with the trans female. Female officer gets to pat down the suspect because she's got a vertical smile. You... You have like it puts them in a weird spot, not to mention the fact 
that it's just not reality. It's just not reality. <laughs> lost it in the corner, but it's it, but it's not reality. This is common sense stuff, and people are going to lose their mind about it, right? And be like, "That's so cruel and mean," and you're you're opposed to this small portion of the population. And no, we're just your ID should say your name, your address, and your gender that you are, not what you think you are. I'm a pony, or I'm this, or no, I used to be Doug, now I'm Diane. No, no. Your name is Doug. You have a penis and and balls. Yep. That's what we're going by. If you want to pretend that you're something else, talk about it with the judge. Talk about it with your cellmate. He might be into that. I don't know. But but I love this. I love common sense stuff because it takes courage to do this. It takes courage to push back against the, the multi-letter mafia out there. And... I just think what we've seen with with COVID stuff, with the National Guard stuff now that that people are stepping up and helping Texas with that, courage is contagious. So you do that and you push back and you say, okay, we're going to make this common sense law. And and then other governors and other law enforcement officials across the country are like, you know what? That's brilliant. We've wanted to do that. Someone else did it. I don't have to be the first one to go and do it. So now you, you start to get that momentum and hopefully just a smidgen of reality comes back. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm just playing out this movie in my head. You're a cop on a traffic stop and all of a sudden somebody bolts from you. You're like, you really want dispatch. I got one running. It's a trans male to female. Uh, Zizer is now made right into the alley. Uh, 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 I, I, I think it, well, they, them, it's like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're wearing a wig. Uh, I, I'm, you know, it, it's like you, you know, if it's a male or a female, totally. and then you just get on the radio and say, "I'm chasing a female wearing a blonde wig." Oh, he's ditched the wig now. You, it, this whole charade, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just stops when it comes to you know practicality. Yeah, I, I was gonna pull a video in, um, <clears throat> just to kind of surprise you guys. It's a cop in Albuquerque pulls over a woman. Okay. And it's body cam and he's just like, Hey, um, here I'm officer. I can't remember. He says his name, but it's like, um, how can I help you, ma'am? And she's like, I'm not a ma'am. He's like, Oh, okay. What pronouns would you like me to call you? They, them. Oh, okay, cool. And so he's, and she's drunk. She's like, like totally over the limit. He's like, I'm just going to walk you through some sobriety tests, see what's going on. And so he's trying to talk her through it and he keeps accidentally saying, Ma'am, but politely, just like ma'am, and then she's like, "I'm, I'm getting triggered. I can't do this." And and, and he's just like, "I'm sorry." And then he, he, he like, she's clearly drunk, and she, he's like, "All right, it's time to arrest." He's like, "You can't arrest me." He's like, ma'am, I'm not mad. And like, and she's just losing it. And he's like, "I'm trying my best. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I can't. They, they, they. I'm arresting you." It's like he was so he was just trying his best, and she's just losing it because I. I Guarantee you, misgendering will be used as a defense in the near future. Oh, 100%. 100%. It is on our doorstep. Yeah. It is on our doorstep. All right. Well, kudos to Florida for for getting that done, bringing some reality back, forcing it on people if you have to. That's just what we got to do. You guys brought this on yourself. You brought you brought it on yourself. We we've got to get back to reality. That's that's one of the most important things we can do in this country. Realize we got a great country. Realize we're on the same team for the most part, even if we disagree on certain things. And 
you either have a penis or a vagina. Let's just let's just get back to the to the basics here, and then we can kind of get going from there. But for now, let's get into some memes to wrap the week. Let's do that's meme tastic. That's, that's meme tastic. We should do that one more time. All right, thank you, Shafi. So we've got a lot. We're gonna speed through as best we can. We're not trying to race through them. But we're also trying to race through them. So let's, uh, Disco puts it up. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> Remember uh, Captain Phillips? <laughs> we've got a Cowboys fan, and then we've got this, I forget the actor's name, but the Somali pirate wearing a lion's hat. Look at me. I'm America's team now. I love it. I know. That, that didn't age well. <laughs> no, didn't. They're out now, but they had a hell of a year. Good for them. Good for them. Okay. this this is mine tom you want to read it i believe it's moses and it says people people you misheard me i said take the skin off your peanuts (laughs) (laughs) ah who doesn't love a good foreskin joke Uh, mixed with some biblical stuff you know hey exactly (laughs) okay we got obama up top snowden down below if you see something suspicious speak up Snowden saw something suspicious, spoke up. (laughs) Didn't go great for him. Didn't go great for him. We got a picture of Mankind, the WWE wrestler who was also Cactus Jack. Also, dude, love lots of different characters. But here he is. When you live through a suspicious pandemic, lockdowns, layoffs, bank collapses, and World War III is starting, but you still have a good attitude. (laughs) That's the Hell in a Cell match that he had with Undertaker where a tooth literally went through his mouth and out his nose. I remember that one. That's that's that white spot there is his tooth. Yep. God, that match was uncomfortable to watch. Have you ever watched, like, the the, the two of them break it down and how, like, he was like ready to finish and he's like, we got to keep going. Oh, and they yeah. just kept going and yeah. kept going. No, the undertaker was like, Mick, dude, like we need to stop. We're done. <laughs> and the, 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 the WWE folks tried to stop him and say, you're done. Walked him off. He came back. Like he, it was <laughs> Remarkable. Remarkable. Okay. We got socialist propaganda then and now, and we got Greta Thunberg on the right. So mm, true. Yeah. Very true. Just I, true. I think we have multiple Greta Thunbergs uh, tonight. Great. So how dare you? Uh, we got Obama talking to Hunter. Oh, this is a funny one. <clears throat> Father-son conversation. Do you know what your sister said when she lost her virginity? Hunter says, "Dad, please don't." <laughs> exactly, <laughs> says Joe. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense with the Biden family. How'd you know? <laughs> You know, it's true. Okay, we got uh, – uh, there's a lot of these going around this week with with talk of sp- the split between the Fettermans. Giselle Fetterman to gain sole custody of neck lump amid senator's divorce. <laughs> she got it, you know. Women always get what they want in, in, in divorce settlements, right? She got the lump. We got – Huma Abedin on the left, Hillary Clinton on the right, married to a pedophile, married to a rapist with Hillary Clinton. Both of them call Trump a misogynist. True. True story. Yeah. True story. That checks out. We got a boat full of illegal immigrants. You're not being tolerant. You're not being inclusive. You're not being open-minded. You're being conquered. Yes. Please. A little batch of serious ones here. Please say it that way. Okay. This is, this is, uh, I saw this. This is like a random text thread that's been turned into, it's either real or turned into a meme, whatever. But someone is texting someone 
on accident, the wrong person. So it starts off here. We're back in the hospital because Jake set his butthole <laughs> on fire again. The other person, you have the wrong number, but please, all caps, keep me updated. Oh, my F and G. The other person, oops, sorry. No, come back. I want to hear everything. <laughs> that's, that's I would have texted him a few days later. So how's Jake's butthole? Right? Like it <laughs> Okay, we got a giant building mural of Greta Thunberg in San Francisco. Imagine that face watching you poop in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might clean things up. They there. got the perspective all wrong. Want to get the needles and the fecal matter off yeah. the streets? You you put up. Can't, just not even imagine being in the street. Imagine you're on the adjacent building of of an apartment complex, and that's yeah. outside your window. Yeah. <laughs> or you're trying to play with yourself. <laughs> and next meme. All right. Lesbian dating apps. You've got uh you've got an axe going through a door from a movie you might remember, and then there's trans women poking their head in. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Biden administration up top. I was just fooling around. Texas, Doc Holiday. I wasn't. Mm. I love it. Probably my favorite Western of all time. It's a good one. All right. We got Morpheus. What if I told you that both political parties work for the same corporations? <laughs> He's got a red and a blue pill. Yeah. Yeah. Not funny. Very true. Very true. Destroying historic statues. Destroying Satan statues. Yeah. People happy. People not happy. Obviously, you know the, the guy story. guy got charged with a hate crime in Iowa. Yeah. Charged with a hate crime for destroying it. Take down, take down important ones that are a huge part of our country, our country's history, legacy. Good parts and bad. No big deal. No big deal. Lucifer can't be touched. Yep. That's a, that's a sadly a perfect picture of America today. Okay. Let's do the next one. There are two types of girls in this world. We got nails in both pictures. The left one be asleep by nine because she got to get up early for her bank teller job at Wells Fargo. The one on the right is unemployed. Okay. Okay. I like how you're, you don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm loving Tom's giggles from it. As long as you guys are laughing. <clears throat> We got a uh, Ron Paul quote. By the way, when I say cut taxes, I don't mean fiddle with the code. I mean abolish the income tax in the IRS and replace them with nothing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That was mine. That, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> okay, we... Uh, hey, cool. Government's trying to make my life easier with a digital currency. And then it kind of just goes through a chart of, of everything. Banks have full control of every penny you own. Vulnerability to state and foreign actors. Social credit scores. That's not good. Every transaction documented. Access to your money can be turned off at any moment. Frozen funds. Centralization. All of your movements and actions are traceable. Zero in anonymity. Cybersecurity attacks. Zero privacy. But the person thinking is like, oh, but it's convenient. Yeah. And that's where they will get people. 100%. It's going to happen. It's not a could happen, might happen. It will happen. And that's that's why people will go along with it. Because they're stupid. 
Politicians' priorities, we got to list themselves. Power, getting paid, getting their family paid, obeying their corporate and lobbyist masters, getting reelected, not going to jail for corruption, maintaining status quo, party, government, and then number 42,631, last and certainly least, the American people. It's true. <laughs> checks out. Definitely checks out. Okay. Someone in a mask. Why isn't China concerned about global warming? Because they already have a communist government. <laughs> yeah. That's we should we should not change that. We should it should maybe it's not meme tastic anymore. Maybe it's truth through memes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell this Michelle Obama picture reading uh to children. I'm gonna tell my kids this was drag stu- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 That's, that's awesome. The good one. Gavin Noose, is this just implying he's hanging, waiting on it, waiting? Yeah. On? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a vulture. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Gavin Newsom sitting on a branch outside the White House as a vulture. <clears throat> waiting yep. for death. Yeah. Waiting. For, yeah. Don't rule it out. Don't rule it out. We've got that, you know, every year, <laughs> this year is particularly exciting because the NCAA football game comes back and you can call me a child for still wanting to play it. I don't care. I can't wait. And every year with that, there's the cover athlete. Who's that cover athlete going to be? It's a big deal. We don't know yet for, for that game. But every year also people get excited and then disappointed because Madden continues to fail people. But Madden comes out every year and the conversation is who gonna who's going to be on the cover of this this year's version of the game. Well, apparently they've they've figured it out for Madden 2025 because it's always the next this year's game will be 2025. They call it the next year. So the cover this year for Madden 25 is out and here's a here's a sneak peek. <laughs> My girl. Taylor Swift, T Swift. She's not even wearing like a jacket or a uniform or anything. No. Nope, there it is. Ah. <laughs> I- Honestly, as ridiculous as it sounds, and as funny as that meme is, I wouldn't even be shocked if they did that. Like, well, let's just do it. So this one's a Tom one. I need to ask him what, like, what it's pertaining to. So we've got oh, a, that's a, a that's the new president of Argentina. Yeah. That, oh, okay, gotcha. So you and you and he's he's replicating Crowder's. Well, they've just anything. yeah they photo, they photoshopped uh, him over. Excuse me. They photoshopped him over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We got a lot of lot of things going on here. Your kids, your teachers, a, a gay person in a mask, your military in a pup play outfit, your doctors wearing LGBTQ masks, your city looks like Philadelphia, your border border. Sorry, it was cut off on my screen. Your money. And there's your president chilling at the beach. <laughs> yeah, when you distill it to that, that's a perfect representation of the chaos that's happening. I, I love the fact that, you know, Nikki Haley is like, oh, we've got a, you know, Trump just brings so much chaos. It's like, bitch, all the chaos that <laughs> was supposedly brought was brought by your friends in the media. Yeah. The shit that, that, that Biden is doing is chaos that we've never seen before. Yeah. No, it's it's astonishing. Uh, if you allow the government to break the law for an emergency, they will create emergencies to break the law. Yes, please. Everyone get that tattooed, both on your chest and your ass. Let's get let's do tramp stamp versions versions and and on your chest, just so everyone can see it, no matter where. We are like a sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. 
that needs to be out there because that is so freaking true. <laughs> Joe Biden with his his rhetoric about AR-15s, a weapon of war, or do he hit the useless against the military button? Pretty fun. <laughs> Pretty fun. It's and it's not at the same time. Um, <laughs> it's kind of similar to the predator one we did on Tuesday. We've got a picture of E. Jean Carroll saying Trump raped me. <laughs> and you've got the character for was that Silence of the Light the main was that the that was the second one the I can't think of what it's called. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I wish Never. we could, I wish we could say it like him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Never in my wildest imagination did I ever think we would have to fight with our own country for the security of our own country. Yeah. Truer words never been said. What? Got a young millennial licking a pan. <laughs> what I imagine when someone says they're pansexual. I, honestly, I don't know what it means either. So that's probably closer to what I would think it is as well. Okay. How effective is the vaccine? Someone asking Fauci. 100%. 96%. As he runs 84% away. as he jumps out the window. 42% as he runs away. It's AIDS. He's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I love it. Ooh, another wrestling one. Yeah, we got another wrestling one. We got Kane body slamming two people. Can't tell who they are. If you could go back in time, what would you do? And it's Kane body slamming Woodrow Wilson and FDR. Yeah, that would help. That would be a start. <laughs> Cer certainly would. And you'll still people talk about, yeah, but think about this and that. And they're, you know why those two are revered, if we're being honest, is because people are dumb and don't study history and they just remember their name. So because they remember their name, they assume they must have been good. Well, yeah. That's yeah. my take. Yeah. We've got astronauts up in Earth. Wait, the NFL's rigged? Always has been. It's the astronaut behind. <laughs> I, Here's the dude, head. I made that one just for you, just for me, Plastic. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. 49ers win. Let's get hammered. Paul Pelosi. <laughs> I made that one, too. <laughs> That one's creative right there. Yeah. <laughs> no more discussion about that, by the way. No, it's, it's gone away. Thinking of, uh, excuse me, the sinking of the Titanic was an accident caused by poor weather conditions. And then we've got a, a different take. The Titanic was deliberately sunk to kill off those who opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve. We're, we're getting I serious. One, I found that one from somebody in my community. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds about right. I've heard that scenario uh, a, a lot. I didn't realize what this next one was when I pulled it in, but now I'm seeing it. <laughs> I, yep. Okay. So we've got a... <laughs> we've, we've got a dolphin um, providing... <laughs> Oral pleasure, shall we say? <laughs> Absolutely no one. And then you got a Florida man. <laughs> I wish I could do the dolphin noise, like a skipper noise. I just I can't. I'm that's that's one I can't do well. The left, guys who served one to two enlistments, the right, guys who did 20 years. 
Yep. <laughs> if the USA saw what is going on in the USA, the USA would invade the USA to free the USA from the USA. Yes, I shared a similar version of that the other day. We're getting close to the end, folks. Spot on. Wow, we've flown through these. Yeah. About 7, 10 p.m. in the Eastern, you know. We've got four doors. Afghanistan's already open with blood coming out. Ukraine open. Israel open. And you've got the Grim Reaper, who is Joe Biden, knocking on Taiwan's door. Get out of there, uh, Gretchen. Our friend Gretchen, who's there. We've got a map of, of support in the United States showing support for the 49ers in North Northern California, support for Kansas City in just two states in the Midwest there, as you can see, and then Everyone the rest else. of the country, can they both lose? <laughs> it ends in a tie. <laughs> I, I, I got to go Niners, lesser of two evils here. How dare the NFL build stadium walls to keep their fans that haven't paid for a ticket from entering? <laughs> dare they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely, here we go, Tom. This is a Tom one for sure. Dude in an orange suit in an African village walking down, just strutting his stuff. Me at a family event after all my conspiracy theories and parents turned out to be true. That's where we are as Americans. <laughs> yeah. We keep getting shit right. And we don't even go far down a lot of them here, but like that, but batting a hundred, man, if my grades were as good as they are now calling all the stuff that's happening, I would, I probably wouldn't be doing this, but <clears throat> let's, I've, uh, I've waited to put the next one up in preview. So it didn't distract you. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the images. So this is one of the images that has caused a lawsuit. <clears throat> Hopefully we don't get sued for this. We um, didn't create it. We didn't create it. We're just sharing it, <clears throat> but <laughs> I like how you're blushing right now. <laughs> remember, remember growing up before Sesame Street, Street added in like, <clears throat> gay characters and the AIDS characters and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's just kind of a rite of passage. You grew up watching it and then you realize this is dumb and, and you moved on from it and you got better and well, you, you were expecting them to grow up with you. Elmo is still, he has a birthday coming. He's still three and a half. They never grew up with you. Yeah. They, well, I have more reasons to but dislike I'm, them than that. What I'm just saying, like, and like as a child, like the reason why you grow out of it is because they don't grow up with you. You're like, I'm moving on. But did you ever expect <laughs> Oscar the Grouch to be tagging Taylor Swift on top of a dumpster? In a <laughs> <laughs> we definitely just got kicked off of YouTube for yep. that. Uh, yep. <laughs> but that's, so this is the one that like, they're suing AI and one of the creators of AI over this. Again, Taylor, it's clearly not you. It's clearly not real. We can tell. Plus, Oscar doesn't even have opposable thumbs. Like, I think he would struggle with some of the... the he doesn't have a lower half of his body. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't even have... He's a puppet. He's a but, puppet. But that, that caused a lot of um, distress. Well, it, 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 caught, it, it caused lawmakers to start looking into making laws against AI slander or satire, which nobody nobody had a problem with uh, Kathy Griffin holding up a severed head of Trump. <laughs> yeah. Right? But now there's all this, you know, falderall with Oscar the Grouch <laughs> and Taylor Swift and, and other images. And I know some of the other images are a lot more graphic and so forth, but... 
you know, it, 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 it's not them. Yeah, right. That would be like getting upset at Saturday Night Live for doing a bit about you that made you look bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Welcome it, to the world. Yeah, like, just how exactly. This is how things are. Sorry. Ah, uh, chaos pulling for KC with Andy. Also, Andy, you know I'm busting your balls. I don't care who wins. I want it to be a close game. I respect the hell out of of Andy Reid. I respect the hell out of Pat Mahomes and a lot of their players. I'm just so over the Travis thing. I, I like I said, I'm not even that upset with with Taylor Swift. I really am not. I I'm upset with the NFL showing Taylor Swift every two minutes and Travis Kelsey just being a douche. Well, it's but not the NFL. I've showing embraced you. it all. I know you have. That's what you're saying. It's not- I know, it, and the reason being is I wasn't alive for the whole, you know, push with Elvis or the Beatles. The only thing that I can see that's kind of comparable to what Taylor Swift, you know, uh, being a part of pop culture and what she does to her fans would be Michael Jackson, you know, minus the, the kitty diddling, if he, in fact, did that. But I, I've never seen anything like it before, and I'm I, I'm mesmerized by it. So are most people. So are most people. Yeah, and w- what I would say is the people who are upset about it, don't be mad at the NFL for putting her up on the screen. It's the networks. And the networks know the people at home, they're going to attract more viewers to get more people. That's why they're going to put her on the screen. It, you oh, know, yeah. and, and it's... No, it's, there's people be, who be don't at Fox. a damn yeah. thing of what's happening on the field. Yeah. Right. And, well, and- I mean, if we... If we if we want to go down a, a little bit of a rabbit hole here, it's more of the matriarchy taking over and having more of a say in our societal norms by branching out and may, in, in feminizing football. Because right now we're going through a feminization process in a lot of different things in our culture. And football, especially the NFL, is one of those things that has been, you know, it's the feminization of it started with Jeff George when he got hurt and his mom came out of the stands to see how he was doing. And it's been on the downhill slide after that. And that dude could sling a ball, though. Tell you that much. He could. And one of my favorite quotes from his people hate me because I'm good and good looking. So, he had quite the ego as well. He did. But no, it, 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 the NFL wants to wants to widen its its base of viewers. And what better way than to get females who aren't really into football? Now they have a reason to get into football. And the matriarchy also has a way to get in and continue to feminize football to the point where it becomes flag football, and we can eliminate head injuries and everything else. <laughs> It'd be a sad day. No, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was at was at a store, and behind us in line was uh, a couple, and the the dude was like, "Oh, hey, we gotta we gotta get home soon because the the game's on for the for the Chiefs. We got we gotta go." And then the girlfriend's like, "Who are they playing?" He goes, "I don't know, but we're you know we're excited that we're gonna get to see Taylor and see her like celebrating and stuff." I was I looked at my wife. I'm like, "We gotta get out of here. Like, <laughs> this is awful." Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All, All right, right, so we got the villain from No Country for Old Men, right? That's the that's the yeah. movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Watching yeah. pedos old enough to be in a nursing home argue over which wars to start and who to give my money to. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That was a great friggin' movie, by the way. So good. Oh, yeah. Anton, Anton Chigurh is the name of that character. And you know that scene where he flips the coin and says, call it. I want that actor to dress as Anton Chigurh 
and have the do the coin toss for Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. When he played the bad guy in the 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 James Bond movie, I'm trying to remember which one it was. He did a great job. It's still like cre- he's just a good creepy. The one where they're on the island. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. He was good. Now he's a- with that hairdo, he does have a striking resemblance to Kamala Harris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. He's not a laugher, though. That one. He's he's a very serious. Fella. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who needs to hear this, but photo enforcement cameras hold five point five pounds of copper. <laughs> that's actually that's actually brilliant. Spread that word. They'll they'll disappear. We we're talking about enforcement cameras during Coin Club today. I'm going to tell my kids. This is how you get elected. (laughs) I already have. (laughs) Uh, All right, we got three left. Three left. All right. Me and my boy watching y'all drive new cars that spy on you, track your location, and have a government cutoff switch. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I love it. Me, could we please stop taking one third of my paycheck so I can afford to live? The government. The peasant thinks it deserves the fruits of its labor. <laughs> and it's the, the king from Shrek. Or Farquaad. Yeah, Farquaad. That's right, yeah. Farquaad. Yeah. Who is um, John Lithgow? Yeah. All right, this is the last Love one. Love John Lithgow. Yes, I can get on this. We all remember Jason Kelsey having his, his just special night. And someone said here, when I hear someone say, and the Fed. Yes. <laughs> We're on board with that, Jason Kelsey. We're on board with you taking your shirt off, doing whatever the hell you want if we get to celebrate something as righteous as ending the Fed. All right, folks, we get to celebrate the Javier Bardem. That's Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We get to end uh, the, the week right. We got to do it with memes. It was fun. It was a great week. Thank you for spending some time with us each and every night. We'll look forward to being back. Coin Club. Next week, 5 p.m. Eastern over on Locals. You can sign up, drewberquist.locals.com. Use promo code DREW30 to get yourself a free month. You'll get a coin sent to you. You get to hang out at Coin Club at the bar before the show with us. Have uh, have some fun hanging out. It's a little bit of unorganized chaos or organized chaos, however you want to say it. I guess that's the appropriate way to say it. So do that. You can also click the red button right below here if you're on Rumble that says join. That'll take you there. Again, use promo code DREW30, mash together, D-R-E-W-3-0, no spaces and that'll get you a free month. We hope you'll do it. Come join us. We have a good time over there. Hit that like button on the way out if you have not already. We hope you have an awesome weekend. Stay safe out there. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.